Welcome. We hope you enjoy this recording from Christ City Church, based in Dublin, Ireland. For more podcasts and information on the church, please visit ChristCityChurch.ie. Thank you for listening. Uh, 1 Samuel 26, and uh, Annabelle is going to read verses 7 to 12. They'll come up on the screen, or if you want, you can follow along in your Bible. So it's 1 Samuel 26. So David and Abishai went to the army by night, and there was Saul, lying asleep inside camp with his spear stuck in the ground near his head. Abner and the other and the soldiers were lying around. Abishai said to David, Today God has given your enemy into your hands. Now let me pin him to the ground with one thrust of the spear, and I won't strike him twice. But David said to Abishai, Don't destroy him. Who can lay a hand on the Lord's anointed and be guiltless? Surely as the Lord lives, the Lord himself will strike him. Or his time will come and he will die, or he will go into battle and perish. But the Lord forbid I should lay a hand on the Lord's anointed. Now get the spear and water jug by his head and let's go. So David took the spear and water jugs near Saul's head and they left. No one saw or knew about it, nor did anyone wake up. They were all sleeping because the Lord put them all into a deep sleep. Okay, thank you, Annabelle. Let me pray. And, uh, and then Leanne is going to come in here and uh, do the talk. But let me pray as Leanne comes in. Father, we thank you for the fun we're having uh, during this family service. Thank you for all the children that are participating and the joy that they bring, the hope that they bring to our lives. And, uh, and thank you now for this story that we can learn from around uh, David and Saul and David being a man of mercy. Would you be with Leanne as she speaks to us? and be with each of us with your spirit work in our hearts and our minds to hear your word today. In Jesus' name, amen. Right, over to Leanne. Hello, everyone. So I want to tell you a story, tell you the story of 1 Samuel 24 and 26. So it's all about a guy called King Saul. And uh, he, was, uh, he was the king. He was King Saul and a guy called David. Now, you know David and Goliath? It was the same David. Now, Saul was not a very good king. He cared more about what people thought than what God thought. So he kept doing his own thing and God was angry. So uh, God decided that next time King Saul's son wouldn't be king. Instead, he chose David to be because he was a man who was after God's heart. Saul was not very happy about this. And so even though David had defeated Goliath and had defeated loads of King Saul's enemies and was getting really popular, Saul wasn't very happy. And can you imagine, how do you think he felt? Of course, he was jealous. So he kept trying to hurt and kill David and David had to run away. Now, Saul and his army were chasing David and David and his men were out in the countryside and they were hiding in a cave. Now, King Saul didn't know exactly where David was, uh, but he needed the toilet. So he found a cave to go in and guess what? It was King, it was David's cave. Now, you know what I reckon? If he'd have needed a wee, he would have just gone at the side of the road, standing up like you boys can do. Us girls can't do that. So I think he needed a big poo. Okay, so imagine he's there crouching down 
concentrating on his poo. And this is what David's friends say. They say, look, there's Saul. God has given him to you. Now's your chance. Get your own back. Kill him and all this will be over. And isn't that what you or I would do? Well, of course we would if someone was trying to hurt us and kill us. But David doesn't. David is a man of mercy. Now, do you know what mercy means? Mercy means not getting what you deserve. You see, David had done nothing wrong. He didn't deserve to be chased. Saul had done lots wrong. He deserved to be punished. But what did David say to his friends? He said, no, I can't kill the one God has chosen to be king. He showed mercy to Saul by not giving King Saul what he deserved. So while Saul's there doing his poo, David snuck up, tiptoe, tiptoe, quietly got his knife out, cut off a bit of Saul's cloak, and then tiptoe, tiptoe to the back of the cave. And then once Saul had finished his poo, uh, and no doubt had left it really stinky and gone away, David shouted out to King Saul, King Saul, I would never hurt you. Why are you chasing me? And you know, King Saul, he felt bad for a little while. But did he change? No, he did not. So a bit later, in chapter 26, King Saul and his army are still trying to find David and his men and kill him. So King Saul and his army are sleeping and David and his friends find the tents that King Saul is in. So the friends, of course, whisper again, now's your chance. God's given him to you again. Get your own back. This will all be over. But again, David said no. And this time he said something really important. Read it with me. As surely as the Lord lives, he said, the Lord will strike him. All his time will come and he will die. Or he will go into battle and perish. But the Lord forbid that I should lay a hand on the Lord's anointed. He was saying, it's not my job to punish Saul, even though he's hunting me. It's God's job. So King Saul's sleeping and he's got his jug and his spear next to him. And as we read, God's put the king and all his army into a deep sleep so they don't wake up. So David sneaks in again, tiptoe, tiptoe, takes the jug and the spear. And then he goes back to his men. And once he's far away, again, he shouts and wakes everyone up. Look, King Saul, I've got your stuff. I could have killed you again, but I didn't. Why are you chasing me? I've done nothing wrong. And you know what? He even gave the jug and the spear back to King Saul. King Saul felt bad again, but not for long. You see, he wouldn't learn. Now, you know, it's really hard, isn't it, when people are cruel and mean to us. And I've never had anyone try to kill me. But when I was at school, there was a group of girls and they used to call me nasty names and not let me play with them. And it really hurt my feelings and made me want to get them back because I was so upset. And maybe you've had something similar happen to you. And it can happen as children or as adults that people say nasty things to us. It might be because of the color of our skin or where we're from or what we look like, or it could be anything. And being mean to people is, is definitely wrong. 
So David, King Saul was being mean to David. What did David do? Did he let King Saul just get away with it and do nothing? No, he didn't. He did try to show King Saul that he was in the wrong and that he should stop, even though King Saul didn't listen. So the first point I want to make about uh, about how David was a man of mercy is that he still thought it was good to stand up for what is right and to challenge what is wrong. But we also read in the Bible, Jesus tells us in Luke chapter six, it says, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, praise those who ill treat you. Jesus tells us not to get them back, even if we want to. Jesus tells us to be like David and show them mercy. David had lots of chances to hurt Saul, but he didn't do it. So second of all, we can remember what Jesus said, to do good to those who hate you. But how? I mean, that is really hard to do good to those who hate us. How can we do that when people are mean? You know, when I see people doing wrong, hurting me or hurting other people, I get angry and I want to make them pay. I mean, that's how I felt at school. Now I've got three more things to say that will help us in learning to be merciful like David. You see, first of all, the Bible tells us that we have all done these things to some extent. We've all sinned. And because of that, we deserve punishment too for our sin. So what can help us to not want to hurt people, but to do good to those who hurt us is to remember that we're not perfect either. The only reason that we're not being punished is because Jesus has shown us mercy. So he was the only one who wasn't guilty, who didn't do anything wrong. And he took the punishment we were supposed to have on the cross. So when we're treated badly, we need to remember that when we deserved punishment, Jesus showed mercy to us. When we're friends with Jesus, he takes the punishment for us. And lastly, do you remember what David said to his friends when they told him to kill King Saul while he had the chance? Read it with me. As surely as the Lord lives, he said, the Lord will strike him or his time will come and he will die or he will go into battle and perish. But the Lord forbid that I should lay a hand on the Lord's anointed. He said, leave King Saul in God's hands. God would deal out the justice. See, David was merciful because he trusted God to do the right thing. Romans 12 verses 19 and 21 say this, do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. The Bible tells us that one day, God will bring justice. Everyone will have to stand before God, like we might have to stand before a boss at work or before the principal at school, except God is a lot more powerful. And it says we'll have to give an account. We'll have to show how we've lived our lives. And it says that God will right every wrong and bring justice. And you see, he sees everything, so he won't miss anything. Um, But we can also remember that when we're friends with Jesus, Jesus has taken the punishment for 
for our sins, for us on the cross. We deserve that punishment as well, but Jesus has took, taken it from us. So importantly, we can see that David is a man of mercy and we can be people of mercy too when we remember that God is a God of justice. David still stands up for what's wrong, but he doesn't do the punishing. He leaves the judgment to God. God will right every wrong. So here's those five points again, just to go over them, when we remember what we learn about David being a man of mercy. First of all, we remember that it is good to stand up for what is right and to challenge what is wrong. And we remember that Jesus says to do good to those who hate us. But because that is hard, we can also remember when we do want to take it out on people that are hurting us, that we remember we're not perfect either and that Jesus has shown mercy to us. And ultimately, we can remember that God will right every wrong in the end. I'm just going to quickly pray to finish. Thank you that one day you will right every wrong, God. Thank you that when we deserve punishment, you show us mercy and you take our punishment for us by dying on the cross. Help us to love our enemies and do good to those who hate us. And help us stand up for what's right, like David did and like you did. Amen.